Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Gerke. Happy Thursday to you uh, for this episode today. I'm just going to give you the TNF pick, the Thursday night pick between the Saints and the Cardinals. Give you my pick for ALCS Game 2, which if you haven't followed the show, you know who I'm taking. Um, And I'll give you the picks for college football, the NBA, because yes, there is college football on the night. Got the NBA, the NHL, and then the top headlines, including Cristiano Ronaldo getting cut from Man United after his early exit early this morning, and a bunch of other top headlines. So let's get right to it today. Let's go ahead and do the picks as far as tonight goes for Thursday Night Football the Saints and the Cardinals. Please, Thursday Night Football. I know it's October, and... Football's king in this country, but this is the worst time to try and fight between, you know, it's probably the disadvantage of having a streaming service and one game on a streaming service and the other on a a TV platform, a cable TV platform, but mm, this game better be worth it, okay? Cardinals Saints in Glendale. I mean, both teams aren't really that great-looking. Jameis is back. He might throw a couple picks. But at least, at least have a couple touchdowns, will you? At least be like 14-0 or 17-10 after the first quarter, please. At least some points. Because if we get another dud here... Man, if you're Amazon and you spend what, X billion dollars on it? I don't know. I forgot how much. I heard it was $2 billion or something. If you're spending that much on programming for your network, you gotta hope this show's at least worth it. And in this case, I'm just gonna go with the Cardinals because right now, I think they're the better team. Does that mean they're the best team in football? No, they're barely the... They're not even the best team in their own division. I think that goes to Seattle. But right now, you know, it's a tie between Seattle and L.A. But if you're going to choose, I guess I'm going to go with Kyler Murray because I just don't trust Jameis Winston. The Saints defense is good enough. They'll keep him in this game. But as far as the score goes, uh, 20... Or not 20... 24-21 24-21 Cardinals over the Saints. And the Cardinals, I believe they're 3-2. and two. Let me uh, take a quick look at their record. Let's go in the NFL app really quickly. I'm going to take one look. Yeah, they're two and four. So if they win, they're they're both two and four. So if you combine record of four and eight here, I'm gonna go with the Cardinals, 24-21. You're gonna at least have some scoring, some scoring before the end of the first half in this game. But it's gonna still be a low-scoring effort. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. Kyler Murray will get a touchdown. He'll probably throw at least 200 yards. That's all you really need. And. It'll be enough for the Cardinals. 
Let's switch to baseball now. We've got ALCS game number two tonight. In fact, it's almost underway here. It'll kick off 437 here out west, 737 out east, and 637 central time. Um, got game two tonight. Luis Severino goes up against Framir Valdez. The lineups are out for both teams. For my Yankee faithful, Harrison Bader will lead off tonight with Aaron Judge. Anthony Rizzo, Stanton, Donaldson, Torres. That's off the top of my head. Uh, da, da, da. I'm going to switch to the MLB app now. Very quickly, just to read off the lineups and what's going to be the difference this time. And once again, just like Aaron Boone did in Game 3 on Saturday night, he goes with the starter, a trained starter, a traditional starter, late in a game to at least keep it close. Now, in the Clark Schmidt situation in Cleveland on Saturday, that was to maintain a lead after Wandy Peralta got a little bit of trouble. Last night, you bring in Frankie Montas in the eighth when you're down by two. Two! And he throws a pitch that just Jeremy Pena just took care of last night. Tips to the Astros, three home runs and a single. All right, congratulations. That was your offense. But, you know, as far as that move goes, another reason why you don't put starters in the bullpen. You either have a starter in the bullpen, A, if you're the one you had start the game gets in a wee bit of trouble early, or you're trying to do what, Aaron Boone did with Clark Schmidt last night. And by the way, Clark Schmidt, outside of those two home runs, actually did okay. He did give up two runs, and albeit those were home runs, but those are solo shots, in my opinion. If you're gonna be a pit, if you're a pitcher, uh, obviously you don't want to give up home runs, but if you're gonna give them up, at least be solo shots. So, all right, yeah, he gave up two, and Houston ended up winning, and. Their bullpen is rock solid up to this point. So congratulations, Houston. You won. First draw, first blood. But anyway, to the to the lineups for tonight. As they go, here we go. For the Yankees, as I said earlier, you got Harrison Bader leading off instead of Glaber Torres. That I think might actually work out in the long run. Harrison Bader to me feels like a leadoff guy. On top of it, he's had four home runs in six games so far this postseason. So you want that hot bat to at least lead off. Aaron Judge hitting number two, Stanton at three. Rizzo drops all the way to four after his one home run last night. They got it to 4-2. Torres at five, Donaldson at six, Higashioka at seven. Oswald Peralta makes his postseason debut. He was left off the roster in the last round against Cleveland, he gets put on the roster last night. He gets to make his postseason debut in place of Kiner Falefa. So Oswald Peraza bats eighth, and Oswald Cabrera, Oswaldo Cabrera, got Oswald Peraza and Oswaldo Cabrera. Oswaldo Cabrera bats ninth. For Houston, it's the same lineup as game one. You got Altuve, Pena, Jordan Alvarez, Alex Bregman, Kyle Tucker, Yuli Gurriel, who hit one of the three home runs last night. Alidmus Diaz, Chaz McCormick, who hit the second home run of that night. And Martin Maldonado to round out the lineup. 
all up against Luis Severino while the Yankees have to go up against Framer Valdez. That'll be an even fight. I did expect Verlander to go to do what he did, 11 strikeouts, especially after that third inning. It, it wasn't close, so this one, definitely, I do believe this is the Yankees' best shot to win on the road. Uh, 3-1. I'm going to go the Yankees. They're going to wake up. That The offensive bats are going to wake up. Judge and Stanton will homer, and it'll lead to a Yankee win. 3-1. Game 2. Tie up the series at one apiece. In the NLCS, that series is all tied up at a game apiece after the Padres. Basically got a five spot in the fifth inning. They got that, took the lead, never looked back, 1-8-4, and now that series heads to Philly for three games over the weekend, and those picks will be for tomorrow. Before I wrap this up, let's go ahead and get to the college football picks. Yes, there is college football on tonight, so I'll give you the pick, I'll give you the game pick for that, and then, oh yeah, I got the NBA and the NHL too, so let's do... Let's do college football first. Uh, FBS. I'm going to go Virginia over... Eh, I'll go Georgia Tech over Virginia and Troy over South Alabama. Uh, South Alabama's favored by three. I'm going to take the road underdog in Troy. And I'll take Georgia Tech. So I'll take the home favorite there in Atlanta. Georgia Tech over Virginia. In the NHL, I'm going to give you the picks now. I'm going to take the Bruins over the Ducks. I'm going to take the Predators over the Blue Jackets. The Coyotes over the Canadiens. Yeah, you know, and I'll take the road underdog there. Coyotes over the Canadiens. The Rangers over the Sharks. The Capitals over the Senators. The Penguins over the Kings. The Maple Leafs over the Stars. The Islanders over the Devils. The Canucks over the Wild. The Oilers over the Hurricanes. The Flames over the Sabres. And the Golden Knights over the Jets. So again, for my NHL fans tonight, the winners are Jets, Flames, Wild. Or Jets, Flames, Canucks. Islanders, Maple Leafs, Penguins, Capitals, Coyotes, Predators, and the Bruins. Those are your winners tonight. In the NBA, let's switch back here one more time. Only three games on tonight. I've got the Sixers over the Bucks. Oh no, there are only two on tonight. See, I weirdly thought there was a third. But you got the Sixers over the Bucks, and I will take the Lakers over the Clippers in the battle for L.A. I'll take the Lakers over the Clippers. So again, the winners tonight are the Lakers and the Sixers. Those are your winners. Uh, let's see how much time I have left. Cool. Then I will do the top headlines for today and then get out of your hair. Let's go. Uh, top headline today... Uh, let's go with this one for all you soccer fans because I don't touch soccer this much. But it's kind of an interesting story. Let's, uh, let's see. Oh, Dak Prescott will be back for the Cowboys this weekend. Uh, he will play Sunday. So 
Now we're going to actually start to see if there was a needed co quarterback controversy in Dallas because Dak is back. And if they end up winning, maybe the controversy will get put to rest. Headline number two, Man United manager Eric Ten Hag. Really? Ex-striker Cristiano Ronaldo from the squad to face Chelsea on Saturday as punishment for his early exit during the win over Tottenham. Uh, Ten Hag has taken the decision after Ronaldo left Old Trafford before the end of the 2-0 victory over the Spurs on Wednesday. Ronaldo did not train with the first-team squad Thursday and is not expected to rejoin the group until Monday. Sources have told ESPN that the club has backed the actions taken by Ten Hag, but insisted the 37-year-old remains an important part of the squad. A club statement issued on Thursday read this, quote, Cristiano Ronaldo will not be part of the Man United squad. For this Saturday's game against Chelsea, the rest of the squad is fully focused on preparing for the fixture. In other words, alright, you're just punishing. You're not going to play this game. Self-imposed, whippy-doodle-doo. I don't even know why it's a huge story, but for ESPN, who has sucked the balls for soccer, I guess, they want that to be a story like it's a big, big deal. You know, being a prima donna, you should punish those. Whippy doodle do. And the third headline. Uh, ba 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 You know what? Let's go back to this top one. Fanatic CEO Michael Rubin has sold his 10% stake in Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment, completing a divestment as a limited partner of the Sixers and the New Jersey Devils. Uh, David Edelman purchased a substantial share of Ruben's stake and now joins HBSC's co-founder Josh Harris and David Blitzer as a limited partner in the Sixers and the Devils. So, new ownership, or at least a new partner in that ownership group for the Sixers and the Devils. Uh, let's see here. Limited partner. Sources said Edelman is the chairman of the 76 DevCore or DevoCore, a real estate development company working to build a new 76ers arena in downtown Philly. Ah, there you go. Ruben divested his 11-year stake in the NBA and NHL franchises largely because of looming conflicts in the expansion of his fanatics business into sports betting and individual player partnerships. Fanatics is a $20 billion-plus company that sells licensed professional college merchandise Online, the expansion into sports betting and negotiating individual partnership deals with pro athletes creates numerous conflicts with collected bargaining rules. Well, gee, don't you think? Prior to the 76ers trade involving James Harden in February, Ruben drew the scrutiny of NBA rivals because of his close relationship with Harden. Ruben can now enter outside... Enter outside financial partnerships with players that were disallowed because he was part owner of the team. So this was just Dave Rubin's excuse to get out, so to speak. Because he wanted to expand Fanatics, and now here we are. 
Now he can expand fanatics, he can play within the rules, and the NBA doesn't have to deal with a conflict of interest lawsuit down the line. But those are your top headlines for today. With that, I am logging off. In fact, it is almost, uh, let's see what time it is. Yeah, it's 4 o'clock here out west, top of the hour. Uh, got 37 minutes away till first pitch. Until then, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to the show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick. Stitcher, Dreezer, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud. Or anywhere else you get this podcast. To watch this show, you're going to have to go on Rumble.com or download the Rumble app. Once you're on there and once you create your account, search for the username ADGERKE. That is A-D-G as in girl E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all 431 episodes of this lovely show. Plus, like, comment, and share so this show can sneak up the rumble algorithms. If you want to connect with this show on its social media pages, you can either follow me personally on Instagram at AustiSpamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. You can search for the show's hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can follow the show's Facebook page, which is the Austin's Audit Podcast on Facebook. You can also follow me on Twitter for post-episode interaction at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter. A lot of ways you can connect with this show on social media, although I haven't seen much of it, but I guess I got to do all that work anyway. But you can do that. You can follow the show on social media, watch it on Rumble. You got plenty of audio platforms for it. A lot to get, well, this is almost a slow news day, but not quite much of one. But it's great to be back into the rhythm of things. I will see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.